Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaitlin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Again, the number 800-951-0592. The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's what we do. We've been doing it uh, for two and a half decades, and we'll be doing it for another two and a half decades. Uh, interesting, interesting morning. I, I know you come back from the weekend, and, and everybody's still kind of, you know, in vacation mode, and, and you know, everybody's a little unsure of, of what's going to happen as the, you know, are the face masks coming down back? Are the lockdowns coming back? And vaccines and inflation, housing, right? Automobile prices, shortages. I mean, you name it. There's a litany of things. Uh, and then you wake up and the Dow's down 850 points. And you're like, what? Yeah, uh, the Nasdaq's down 175. The S and P's down 75. The bond market, real, and this has been the big dilemma ever since this whole uh, inflation thing started. Remember when COVID first came out? So we go back to you know March of 2020, and really, I guess technically, it kind of came out in, in January. But really uh, didn't quite get here until March. The bond yields, you know, they got down to, they were below half of a percent. Like, I think they got into the three-tenths of a percent range. Uh, and then uh, has been, a rally got all the way to 1.7, which, you know, and of course, historic terms, absolute joke. And we're talking about the 10-year note, by the way. But then people started talking about inflation. And the bond yields have been falling. And today, they really fell. You know, the bond, the bond market was, you know, 1.3, You know, between, you know, let's just say between 1.3 and 1.5 for the last... 30 days or so. Bond market, the 10-year note yields 1.18. That is a massive move in a single day to the downside. And this is what's confusing. Because in an inflationary world, bond yields rise. Right? Think about, you know, the 70s is an easy one. But that's that's banned the economic formula. Now, whether that formula is true or not, because let's face it, you know, they just made it up. But that's that's how it worked. High inflation or higher inflation meant higher bond yields. And that actually made sense. Because otherwise, why would you keep your money in the bank? It makes no sense. Bank accounts, right? You're not supposed to lose purchasing power. 
by having your money in the bank, right? The bank's supposed to be the safe place. Right? And people, they always argue for decades. Oh, gold doesn't pay interest. Well, neither does your money anymore. And and the bond yields fall when slowdowns happen. Right? So you look over the last, you know, let's just take the last 12, 13 years. It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? That bond yields are so low because nothing's been great, right? You know, before I'll call it before Trump, right? We couldn't even get GDP of two percent, remember? And then Trump spent a bunch of money. We got, uh, I think, we got a quarter of two of three percent GDP growth, but it was nothing huge. But is the bond market telling us something that we don't know? And this has been my fear, because it doesn't make sense. Yields should be right. We should be talking about a 10-year note of at least 2%. I mean, if you go back, throw out the last 15 years. Okay, throw out the last 15 years. If we had an inflation reading like we've been having, and it hasn't been just one month. You know, we had a one-month inflation reading in 2008, but I'm talking about, listen, we it has been very, very clear that inflation has been rising in the United States and all over the world for quite some time. Fifteen years ago, the Fed would have been raising rates. We'd probably have a Fed's funds rate. I don't even know. North of five. Ten-year note yielding seven, maybe even eight percent. But we don't. And I'm just saying, man, we should have it at least approaching two percent. Even in these weird times. But now we're talking about it may break one percent again. One of the banks put out a thing today saying, are we back to where we were 18 months ago after all the lockdowns, after all the vaccines? Boy, I hope that's not true. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, here on this Monday, uh, just an interesting day. Listen, uh, when you have bubbles, this is what happens. Um, and, and I don't want to make too much of it. It could be better tomorrow. It might be better by the end of the day. But right now, uh, the Dow's down 845 points. Uh, the the 10-year note has has collapsed. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's at 1.2 right now. It's actually been to 1.18, which means... Money, and you know, we got we've created so much of it, is running to what they call safety. And this is the debt market's version of safety, right? Which is, hey, I'm getting out of my stocks, or I'm getting out of this, or getting out of that, and I'm just going to buy treasuries because I don't like what's coming. And then 
the, the, the volume, the yields start falling. They're not supposed to fall like this. Uh, and again, it started, uh, you know, speculation that despite the mask mandates, the lockdowns, the vaccines, are we right back to where we were 18 months ago? Now, I don't know if that's what the market is trying to warn us today. Uh, but one of the banks put out a bulletin, you know, hey, look at the numbers here. Right? We, I mean, we had COVID cases. I think they were down to around 10,000 a day in the country to 20,000, now 30,000, right? They're rising back again. I don't know. You know, I've said from the beginning, I believe that they're going to force all of us to be vaccinated, whether we like it or not. Uh, and just a very, very interesting move happening uh, in the in the stock market today, and and most mostly in the bond market, gives me a bad feeling. That's all. I know. And I again, by the time we figure out what it is, uh, it'll have already happened. Uh, is my worry. But how about this? If you thought we were having problems with stuff now, as far as shortages go, it's getting worse. Uh, by the way, uh, apparently the new big shortage luggage. Yep, can't get any luggage out there. Uh, so <laughs> if you're looking for luggage, I'd buy some now because it's probably going to get a lot more expensive. But Union Pacific. Okay, so for those of you uh, that don't know that name, one of the major railroad companies in the world, and, and especially here in the U.S., uh, you know, when you see uh, uh, a, a train and it's got seemingly like a mile of storage containers on it, uh, a lot of times that's Union Pacific. They are temporarily suspending all eastbound service from the West Coast port terminals. And I'm like, what? Think about, okay, comes in from China, goes to Oakland or L.A. or Long Beach, and Union Pacific is saying, hey, listen, we're not taking it east. They said that they have such huge congestion in their Midwest terminals, mainly in Chicago, that they have to suspend any more freight from coming. Because they said, listen, my guess is what happened is they're out of room. In other words, well, all of our yards are filled up with all these, all these rail cars, but we don't have the capacity to actually send them where they need to go. I've never, ever heard of such a thing. The hopes this suspension, which, which started yesterday, now maybe this has to do with the stock market today. Again, I, do, I, don't, I don't understand it. They say that they're going to start 
with a one-week suspension. So for one week, no goods. Now, what do you think is going to happen to all the ships out, <laughs> out at the ports in, in, in the West Coast? They're trying to relieve port back, backlogs for Chicago-bound container traffic. But I don't know how this is going to relieve anything, really. I mean, all I guess they're going to move it. Hey, we're going to move it to the West. They're saying that the suspension serve ports of Los Angeles, Long Beach, Oakland, and Tacoma, Washington, which as far as I know, that's all the major ports on the West. Freight waves have been told that the, the suspensions reportedly email customers shipping 20 and 40 foot equi- equipment that their freight is going to be suspended. We reached out to ocean carriers to, to make more positive steps. Blah, blah, blah. I, again, wow. And Joe, let me jump in a second. Let me, let me, let me, yeah, let me, Jason. Let me, let me say this. The, uh, all that free money, and it's, it's interesting, kind of like the, uh, the 08 uh, debacle, the housing crunch. Uh, you had Bush at his, uh, his little free money he gave out, you know, his quantitative easing, and then it went into Obama. Same thing that happened here. You had Trump giving out some free money before he left office, and then Biden's doing the same thing. So kind of so he could point the finger at everybody. And I, bought, I had to buy a car. I had an old Toyota Corolla. It had 230,000 miles. I, had to, I thought I better grab a car now. Maybe I shouldn't wait too long. So I went out a couple weeks ago and got a car. And I started talking to the guy about the uh, the chip shortages, and this guy said, "There ain't no chip shortages. That's 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 bogus. We got plenty of cars, plenty of cars." And he said this. He said, "Look, everything that's coming to the lot is just sold before it even touched the lot, because all this free money is getting people to buy tons of stuff. I mean, the reason there's shortages has nothing to do with supply lines. Uh, it has to do with this free money that's out there. Everyone's just buying. There's not enough goods for the 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 printing that they're doing, but." Now what's going to happen, Joe? And we have this uh, we have this government shut shut down that's that's looming, and we have Trump uh, when he had his money that he gave out, he he had about six hundred billion dollars, kind of a cushion for this shutdown that's coming in July, at the end of this month, and that gives us about fifty billion dollars a week for the government to run when they're on holiday, because at the end of July there's not going to be any that Congress isn't going to be in session until August, or no September twentieth or something like that. So I think what we're going to see, Joe, is uh, stuff's going to is getting too expensive. Ships are going to stop coming here because there's there's too expensive to buy stuff. So we had shortages of cars because they were being bought up. Then there's going to be shortages of cars because nobody's going to be able to buy them, Joe. And I think this is going to be happening in September sometime. We may see some some really massive economic stress just in time for the flu season to come in and point the finger at something besides economics, Joe could be right i mean you know when you think about uh, and it's very interesting you brought that up the the amount of loans by banks you would think with this you know the economy's roaring loan volumes aren't up at all no not at all i mean and again today i would imagine you know maybe some people will uh, try to refi a home if they haven't already done it, uh, but but there is no loan demand to go along with uh, this so-called huge economic growth. And I, and you bring up a good point. It's just very interesting 
uh, how the bond markets have been acting pretty much most of this year. Right? We've been, uh, the bond market kind of peaked towards the end of 2020, and now all of 2021 really continuing to fall uh, month after month after month. And, and I wonder, like you said, Jason, is there an event coming and we just haven't been able to put the pieces together yet? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's coming. And if it doesn't happen uh, in the next couple of months, you know, let's just say they uh, they figure out how to go ahead and uh, another rescue plan by Biden push us into early next year. But it's going to happen, it, whether it be this fall or it's going to be, uh, let's just say, February of next year when they we, we, we bail the government out, you know, for the debt ceiling for a few more months or a year or whatever. But it's, it's going to happen. Before, on Friday, we were talking about Jeffrey Gunlatch. Okay, right now, remember. He manages the largest bond fund in the world. And he has been very, very consistent. He actually, you know what's so funny is he called for the dollar to rally this year. All all about, and let me caveat this, briefly. But he was being interviewed on CNBC. And he told everybody that was listening, listen, and, he, and he used these words, I don't want to be over dramatic, but the dollar is doomed. And <laughs> it sounds dramatic. He, it sounds really dramatic. Well, and, but he didn't want to be over dramatic, and he clarified. <laughs> it seemed like the word he doomed. Said, listen. Joe, the word doomed is dramatic all by itself. <laughs> right, right, right. He wanted to be dramatic, just not overly dramatic. Right, but it's due. We already know this. I mean, that w- really isn't earth shaking. I've been telling you for a while. Listen, the digital digital currency is coming. But what he was telling all of us is there is a major, major correction coming to the dollar. And he, and he he used the word intermediate term, and then he clarified because well, what is that? That could mean anything, right? Intermediate could mean a month to somebody, a year to somebody else, could be five years to somebody else. What what type of time horizon are we talking about? And he clarified it, and he says, I think the dollar will rally a little bit. And right now the dollar is at 92 and change. He said 94 is as high as it will go. But he says, I don't see much past the end of this year. So, at least for Jeff Gunlatch, he's kind of saying, listen, 2022 is going to start what he calls this super cycle of, of, of a major crashing of the dollar. And again, because it's a bubble, right? And, and same thing with the bond market. He said, listen, the bond market's in a bubble. And, and again, you know, we're pulling on both ends of the string, and then you wake up today on a Monday, and we just have this 
massive move. And, and, and it wasn't like, you know, you normally when we have a massive move like that, you know, there's, you know, Bernie Madoff or Bear Stearns or, I mean, something big happened, right? Uh, I, you know, I don't know, uh, 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 the oil refineries in Saudi Arabia got bombed or, or something like that. We really didn't get that, though, this time. We just kind of woke up and bam, there it is. Was the plunge protection team involved? Did it suddenly stop at any point today? Well, it's been down. It's down eight hundred and sixty right now. Because I always wonder they have they have the little computers that just stop it from going all the way. Maybe this is out of there. Because I think it's all controlled, Joe. So sometimes we have these big market downward turns like this. Sometimes it just sort of stops magically, so they can inject whatever they need to inject to fix it. I don't know. And you're right. We we don't know. We'll watch it play out. It's just when when you see moves like this, uh, it, it starts to question. And again, I'm not so worried about the Dow. Big deal, you know. 860 points really isn't that much on 35,000. It's the bond market move that scares the crap out of me today. Pizza Radio News Hour. We're at halftime. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Dow's down uh, eight hundred eighty uh, right now. Everything's getting crushed, with the exception of gold. Uh, gold's down six. Uh, it's been pretty flat all day. There was a a brief moment. Gold was down fifteen, and then right back up. But but it's down six. Uh, Eighteen ten. Silver. I, I define all logic. Uh, silver's down seventy cents at twenty five. Uh, dollars this morning and again on a paper market uh, physical market it's not down at all uh, whatsoever 800-951-0592 you know I've got something interesting Jason what is what if what if they're using the uh, you know this delta variant these variants this COVID stuff threatening lockdowns again and mass mandates and all of that stuff. You know, what happened last week? The Biden administration and Bernie Sanders, because let's face it, we know Joe Biden's not running the country right now. If I had to guess, if I was guessing who's running it, I'd probably guess Nancy Pelosi. That'd probably be my guess. I don't think any of them are on it, Joe. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and again, could be. They all they all have their marching orders. But, well, I agreed by that, right? Yeah, but I'm just, I agree with that as well. But I think Nancy Pelosi is the one driving whoever, whatever the marching orders they're given. She's the force behind it. That's just my opinion. But remember, they proposed this new uh Human infrastructure bill. Remember, $3.5 trillion. Yep. Let me give you some tidbits in there. Clean energy. Oh, yeah. Energy tariffs on carbon, you know, imports. Right? So, oh, wait, wait. What do you bring? Oh, wait, that, that, that was bad. Let's tax it. Right? Make it more expensive. Corporate tax hikes, which we know that's a pretty hollow one. Capital gains tax hikes. Yeah, here it comes. Right? That's that's for the, the the people, 
right? The rich people. Medicare expansion. Remember, I already told you, Medicare and Medicaid run out first. Theft. All I hear, all I hear, is theft, Joe, because that's all it's going to be is theft from uh, from the middle class uh, and, and and paying for this new thing that are rolling, this new society that are rolling in, Joe. Subsidized child care. We can't even take care of our own kids now, right? You need the government's got to help you take care of them. Universal pre-kindergarten. You know what's so funny? Nobody really wants to do any research at all. There was no such thing as pre-K when I grew up. Because let, let's define what pre-K is. Oh, we need babysitters. Joe Biden said That's it in his speech, is. Joe, earlier this year. He said that we want to have uh, kids in school for uh, two years earlier and two, and two years later. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, of course, that's where most of the brainwash happens. But again, does it help? Look at test scores. Look at all this money we've thrown at it. Test scores aren't any better. Matter of fact, I mean, you can argue they're actually getting worse again. But now, yep, universal pre-kindergarten, which makes sense. we got to subsidize child care, so let's just put them in school earlier, and that way we'll just subsidize it differently, right? That makes sense. Two years of free community college. And then, of course, my favorite, the civilian climate cops. Let's not forget about those people. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yes. You've got a gas lawnmower or a gas weed eater. We're going to turn you in, right? You know, same thing. The civilian climate cops. If this economy starts to falter, if it does, this is what we're going to get. This is the next quote unquote stimulus. Like America is turning into a big HOA. <laughs> it's like a big HOA, Joe, of, of controlling what you do, the taxes, all the taxes you mentioned. And I think, I think they're watching. Um, uh, when the uh, dot-com bubble burst, they, they uh, conveniently uh, had 9-11 just happened, and uh, they had a lot of money to fund a war. But then in the 08 housing you know, crash, they didn't really have a big emergency. It's almost like beta testing just to see, hey, what, let's not have a, an emergency. Let's see how the people – let's see how smart they get. And I think some people started figuring it out, 08, 9, and 10. Joe, I think people were starting to figure it out. So when, when COVID came through in 2020 – and we had that flash crash, uh, March and April. Then it just magically just everything just came back after that. But it's 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 interesting uh, that it always has to be something else to point the finger at. And yeah, something something's coming big, Joe. We we we're going to watch the financial part. And taxes is theft. They're just they're here to take it. The middle class is getting taxes smashed. Taxes is theft. Inflation is theft. They just don't call it tax. You know, inflation's a tax. Inflation's a tax. Why do? Yeah, why do things cost more? Well, they gave away all this free money, like to Jason's point. How come there's shortages in all this stuff? And the real answer is because the government gave everyone boatloads of money. And so people that weren't going to buy a car, 
or weren't going to go on vacation. Or uh, normally, hey, you know what, I don't buy you know, I I, I, I I clip coupons at the store, and I, you know, I, I, I've got to watch how much I spend. They're now going in there, and what are they doing? They're filling up the cart. And and Jason's absolutely right. Every car dealer will tell you, all the cars are already sold before they get here. Yep. But the only models out on the lot are the ones nobody wants, right? Or, like, or they're spoken for. They just haven't been picked up yet. Right, right. So... Uh, and, and all of this is stopping. And I think this may be the, the bond market saying, hey, wait a minute. Where's the other spending? And to Jason's point, Congress goes on break in about, what, two weeks? So they take August through, and they don't come back until, uh, what is it? What's in what, September? What is it Labor Day or Memorial Day? Yeah, la- uh, right? Labor, day. Labor Day. Labor yep. Day. They don't come back till after Labor Day. And let me and let me say this, Joe, for for everybody that listens, that's a little bit more of my type of thinking because Joe and I have different little uh, different wavelengths on how we look at things. When Joe talks about bonds and he talks about treasuries, this is just big big piles of fraudulent reserve notes, Joe. And when that when those markets have strains, it affects everything around us. Pedro Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two down down nine twenty five and falling. Uh, as again, let's check the. Let me just check these the bond market here. Yeah, one one nine. Uh, it's been as low as one one eight. Uh, a massive, just a massive move in the in the bond market uh, this morning. Uh, you know, bond markets they're not supposed to move a tenth of a percent. In a day, right? <laughs> like more like a hundredth of a percent in a day. Uh, but again, more and more volatility. I think Jason's bringing up something very interesting, and uh, in, and in, in talking about Congress going away for their you know vacation, if you will, is the debt market, and that's what Wall Street is: is a debt market. Are they saying? Hey, wait a minute. That means no money in July. No That's money right. in August. No loans. No no money in September, right? Because they don't get back till September. And remember, they didn't get the inf- the the small the trillion dollar infrastructure bill. That's not done. As far as I know, it's not even getting voted on. Then the human infrastructure one is this what they're is this what they're saying? Hey, wait a minute! Hey, if you guys are going to stop handing out all this money, we're going to have a problem, right? The economy is going to have a massive problem. I don't know, but it makes sense because that's usually the pattern, isn't it, Jason? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's a big Ponzi scheme. I say it so many times on my show, Joe, that. When you started talking seriously in 2019 about the uh, the repo market, and one of these banks or um, a couple of these banks were having massive trouble, and the Fed was just fixing it, you know, putting a bandaid over it. By the time they started talking about coronavirus in uh, in China in December, China had sold more treasuries than in any of the month before, and Japan started selling treasuries. I knew 
I knew something bad was getting ready to happen, Joe. And, and look, look at all of the bailouts and all the money. You, you talk about all these multiple plans that are getting ready to happen. What about all the ones that already took place after foreign countries started selling treasuries? And, who, and that, that's just foreign countries. Who else is selling treasuries, Joe, that we don't know about? And they need to, they need to, they need to make this Ponzi scheme. They need to fill that gap. So let's just print a whole bunch of money up. Just you got to get as many dollars out there as you possibly can to save their system. And whenever it crashes, Joe, and I think they're going to—they know exactly when they want to crash it. it. It seems like all these little economic factors are all coming to a head all at the same time. Yeah, and it could be uh, Bank of America saying, you know, and I don't know how they get this information. They got these surveys saying that. Uh, that America is starting to go on a buyer strike. That the price of everything's gotten so expensive. That's exactly uh, right. That a right a record collapse in Americans planning to purchase a home. Record collapse in Americans planning on purchasing a car. Uh, and I think this is all kind of weighing in on things where uh, if uh, the the federal government isn't going to get all these things passed. Now, this human infrastructure bill, right, wrong, or indifferent, the Wall Street Journal is saying they only need three more votes. Cinema here in Arizona, John Tester from Montana, and Joe Manchin from West Virginia. Now, of course, we've heard these names before. I think the slightest scare, a Wall Street scare, an economic slowdown scare, any of those things. And I think all three of them jump on board, Jason. That's just my thought. Maybe plus a few extras, maybe, huh? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, the guys that, they got, the, the people that pay for the campaigns of these uh, voters in the, the Congress and the Senate, uh, as, as soon as the money tells them this is what needs to be voted on, they just switch their votes. I, I'm, con- I'm convinced that these guys don't even have a, a, they don't even know what they're voting on or how to vote. They just have uh, the, the powers that be tell them this is you're a yes and you're a no and you're a yes and you're a no, and anytime you hear this word bipartisan, anytime that someone something passes bipartisan, Joe, it's always a bad thing because that means the powers that be want to ha- they have to pass it. So, yeah, Joe, when when we get a, a massive market uh, correction or something, why do I get the feeling that we'll have this bipartisan thing that gets passed and then a whole bunch more? Uh, so-called saving money gets it's uh, thrust into your and, and then a whole bunch more taxes. Yeah, I I, I guess that's kind of the uh, the way things are going to be planned out here. I think this is it's it's clear to me. You know, when you when you sit here and the moratorium that's coming up here at the end of the month on on evictions, and they and and these reports are saying, hey, listen, twenty twenty five percent of renters haven't paid. How's that possible? Tens and hundreds of millions of dollars, Joe. Uh, if right. forbearance ends, these people have no way. Here, you know what I've been hearing a whole bunch of, Joe? Subleasing. There's a whole bunch of subleasing going on. Why do I feel like these are renters that are trying to pay back that money that they uh, they were in forbearance? Not, and it's like, wait a minute, I still owe the money? Well, maybe I'll sublet it and go somewhere else and live. Yeah, not only do you owe dead. the money, you owe the late fees yep. and all that other stuff, right? That's, it's all coming to a head. for a lot of them are going to be in trouble is they may be able to pay the rent now, but it's the late fees. Yep. Right? That's probably what's going to do them all in. Uh, it could be very interesting. I I, I don't know. Uh, just a, a massive 
move to the downside here this morning. Uh, all the talking heads on the TV are, oh, the you know, 30,000 COVID cases a day, a month ago where there was 11,000, and, you know, uh, beating that drum again, it's possible, I guess. It feels like someone's getting ready to rip the Band-Aid off really fast, Joe. Do you, do you see a number? I mean, if we go back above 50,000, do you think the lockdowns are going to come back? Yeah, I, I, uh, there'll be some trigger, Joe. There'll be something that hits the news. There'll be an emergency press conference by the president, and then it'll all happen all at once. It, it will, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be shocking because it'll be sudden, I think. There you have it. Final segment coming up, Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. The Dow is down 900 points. Uh, the S&P down 85. The NASDAQ down 220. Uh, gold's down 5. Uh, 18.10. Uh, crude oil's down 5 bucks today. There wasn't a, a deal we, between uh, Saudi Arabia and, and, the, and the Arab Emirates. Uh, that, that deal's actually going to pave the way for much higher oil prices uh, so be ready for that. I, I know Kiko showing gold down four dollars. So four dollars, five dollars, uh, whatever you'd like to call it. Uh, silver's down sixty-one cents. I uh, got a great special today. Uh, you know the the lower uh, the lower grade gold is gone. You know gold bars are gone, gold eagles are gone. Twenty-dollar liberties and, and saints in circulated condition, they're, they're gone. Uh, I have. A good amount. That's what's a really. I, I'm starting to see here as uh, shipments from from Europe are starting to finally come in uh, of uh, almost uncirculated twenty dollar liberties today at two thousand one hundred and twenty five bucks. That's thirty dollars less than our normal circulated. $20 gold pieces. Uh, you never, I mean, it, we've seen it more in, in, in COVID where the AU, probably a lot of times, hey, you get AU for the same price. Or maybe 10 to $30 less today. By the way, that's $130 off the actual AU price today. So right now, AU prices were about twenty two fifty five. Uh, a major shipment just came, so there's 200 uh, AU $20 Liberties today at $2,125. Just hmm. huge savings at 800 951 Keep adding to your portfolio. Uh, either way, I, I think this is just my opinion. I just can't imagine us shutting down again. I, I don't know, Joe. You, the one I, thing, I, one thing they kept saying is the new normal. They keep saying new normal, and why do I get the feeling that means every year to two years we're going to have some sort of flash crash in the markets, and it's just going to be like stair stepping down instead of one big huge crash. It, it could be, hey, brace for it. This will just be a part of you, you're going to be on the roller coaster, and you're going to enjoy it because it's it's the new normal, Joe. Yeah, and another one you're going to see uh, all these businesses stop taking cash in, in yep. California. It was everywhere. We don't take cash. We don't take cash. We're going to see that. Uh, I think there's going to be threats of lockdowns, and we may see certain states. Uh, but I think more than anything, Wall Street is sending Washington a message today. Where's the money? Yep. 
where's the money? Because if we don't have more money coming into the system, this thing, this house of cards is going to blow up. And this is the problem with the debt. I've been saying it all along. It doesn't stop at $1 trillion or $2 trillion or $3 trillion or $4 trillion in order to keep it going, right? It's got to get bigger. 800-951-0592. AU $20 Liberties. Almost uncirculated $20 Libs. Uh, these things are just gorgeous. That's what I love about them. They're really, really sharp looking. Uh, but today it's all about price. Uh, 21 and a quarter at 800 951 God bless everybody. Uh, try to enjoy the rest of your day. Turn off the stock channel. Just turn it off and uh, veg out. We'll, we'll, we'll pick up the pieces tomorrow. Jason, thanks for joining us. We'll be back.